Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good evening, everyone. It is Thursday, April the 6th, 2023. It is currently 11.48 p.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from the Theology Central Studio located right here in Abilene, Texas. Now, just to ensure that I don't come across as if I'm super spiritual and I'm godly and it's almost midnight and I'm sitting here having deep theological thoughts and and considering something of great theological and spiritual significance to ensure to ensure I'm hitting the microphone to ensure that I don't put forth that image let me be very 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 honest what got me to walk up the stairs and to come here and sit down in the studio what came what motivated me to walk up the stairs and come into the studio is not spiritual is not godly it's because i have a very compulsive personality right a, a very obsessive compulsive personality and when I, we have this new macbook pro if you've been listening, you know we've had so many problems and issues trying to figure it all out, trying to get everything to work correctly. And, and well, it, it, as it gets later and it's possibly time for bed, here's what I would, ha- would happen. I will get into bed and I would sit there and obsess and be just all night, just have this compulsive obsession all night about, well, I know it worked earlier, but I wonder if it's work. I mean, I shut, I shut the computer down. When I turn it back on, is it going to work in the morning? I don't know. Do I remember the settings? I don't know. I don't know. And I would toss and turn and I would try to listen to something. Oh yeah. I may try to listen to a Christian podcast. I may listen to Christian radio, but my mind would be like, it would, they would be talking. They, they could be talking about something about Jesus. And guess what? I wouldn't even be listening to it. I'd be like, computer, does the computer work? Are, are we, I mean, the computer's right upstairs. And so I'm not going to sit here and, and act like or pretend that I came up here for something godly or spiritual. I came up here because I, I well, because I would, you could talk, you could call it anxiety. You could call it worry. You could call it obsession. You can call it being compulsive. Whatever, whatever word you want to use to describe it. Ladies and gentlemen, that is me. I am guilty as charged. I am not putting forth any, I, any pr- pretense that I am here for any spiritual reason. But as I was sitting here going, okay, I need to do a test. I need to do a test. I, t- I need to do a test. All of a sudden I looked at the clock. And realize it's almost midnight. And we're going to move from Thursday into Friday. Some of you, depending on your time zone, it's already Friday. Now, for me, for many of you know, I come, I was, I was saved in a Southern Baptist church, but I was a Lutheran for, uh, you know, what? I was a Lutheran twice. I was a part of a very kind of a liberal Lutheran denomination and then a much more conservative Lutheran denomination. And even though, obviously, I came to completely reject totally their doctrine of infant baptism uh, and left Lutheranism, there are some parts of Lutheranism that are still very much strong with me. See our, what, 80 hours of teaching on law and gospel, all right, very much influenced by Lutheran theology there. 
And I'm very glad for all that I learned in the Lutheran Church and learned, uh, you know, the Osberg Confession and and uh, uh, Luther's uh, Catechism and on and on and on and on and all the all the great theological works that I was learned about and 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 I, I'm very grateful for my time there. The proper distinction between law and gospel, et cetera, et cetera. But one of the most meaningful things that ever happened to me. Maybe in my entire Christian life was the very first Good Friday service that I ever attended in a Lutheran church. I wasn't, I didn't, I, I wasn't, you know, raised in it with a, from a Christian background. So I wasn't very much prepared for it. I walked in and everything was covered in black. Like everything was draped in black. And I was like, what what is this right and then everything from the whole liturgy cuz obviously liturgical church everything in the liturgy pointing to the crucifixion and the death of Christ and then we were told to, to we took a, a a hammer and a nail and there was a wooden cross in the front and we nailed the nail into the wooden cross as our sins are why Jesus died and and then all the lights were turned out all the lights were turned down. I mean, it was pitch black. And then we stood there for, I don't know, 60 seconds. It may, it may have felt longer and complete darkness. And then the pastor said something along the lines, Christ is dead. Christ has been crucified and has died. We were left with no hope. We were left with no promise of resurrection. No, none of that. We left with the fact that our sins basically had killed Jesus. And then the first word spoken on that Sunday was Christ has risen. Was a, it had a profound impact on me. So for, for me, from that point forward, Good Friday was a day of, of, of great, like, I'm really going to focus on Good Friday. I'm going to try to do something. Now, a lot of times the day gets away with me, from me, and I don't really do much. I, I Sometimes I, I do a lot of using the liturgy of the hours, which is the ancient way the church prayed. And 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 sometimes I'll find maybe some classic work on the crucifixion of Christ, or I will try, I try to do something to keep my mind on it. Now, again, year after year, the day comes, the day goes, especially if I was in the military, I'd be at work, whatever the case may be, things would happen. But I have tried to make it something. And all of a sudden I realized it's about to be midnight. It's going to be Good Friday. Now I know, I know, I know, I know. I've heard every argument in the world. No, he was crucified on Wednesday. No, he was crucified on Thursday. No, he was crucified on Friday. No, that doesn't work. He was in the grave three days and three nights. It doesn't work. No, Jews told time in a different way. No, Rome, Rome, the Romans used time in a different way. No, it does. Okay. Here is how I feel about all of those arguments. People argue about Christmas being on December the 25th. People argue about whichever day Easter is on. Everyone argues, 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 argues. Here's how I approach all of this. Is the event being celebrated, is the event being remembered a biblical event? Christmas, the incarnation of the eternal son of God. I think that's a pretty significant biblical event. Good Friday, Christ being crucified, Monday, Thursday, the washing of the feet. We, we can go through, we can go through the different things, right? Uh, some, some refer to Saturday, Holy Saturday, uh, you know, and remembering that Christ is in the, there's different things. Sunday, the resurrection, all of those are, are 
actually biblical events. I don't care what day you choose to remember them. I don't care. The day is insignificant. It's just a number. It's just a day on a calendar. People say, well, it has pagan connection. Pick a day on the calendar that doesn't have pagan connection. Okay. The days of the week have pagan connections. The day of the months. I mean, the months have pagan connections. I mean, look, have you ever looked at a religious calendar of all the religions of the world? Paganism, everything from witchcraft, paganism, Satanism, just and just look at uh, like every day on the calendar is taken up. So every day you'd be like, well, that has pagan connections. I don't care to get into all of that argument. I care about are we celebrating? Are we remembering a biblical event? If it is biblical, if it's a biblical event, then guess what? I don't care which day it is. You argue about the days. You fight and argue and scream about the days that it makes you more spiritual because you, you're not going to do something on a certain day. Well, congratulations. I'm going to use that time to remember a something that's right here in my Bible. That's what I'm going, that's what I'm going to cling to. Because I need to be reminded of what's in the Bible because I typically have my mind on everything else other than what's in the Bible. I typically focus on self and, and all kinds of other things. That's what I typically do. And I know, look, I know what's going to happen. I'm going to wake up tomorrow. Here's what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen tomorrow when I wake up? I'm going to walk right up these steps and I'm going to grab this laptop. I'm going to grab this MacBook Pro. I'm going to close it. I'm going to grab this little adapter that's right here. Okay, you can't see it. And I'm going to take this and I'm going to take my iPad. I'm going to drive 25 minutes to Victory Baptist Church in Ovalo, Texas. I'm not going to be going there to preach. I'm not going to be going there to remember the crucifixion of Christ. I'm going to be going there for one purpose, to ensure that this MacBook Pro will work in live streaming, preaching, teaching from the church. And if it doesn't, then I'm going to have emotional meltdown all day trying to figure out, oh, what do I do? What do I do? Do I send back the MacBook Pro? And try to find a different computer computer? Or do I or do I stick with the MacBook Pro and figure out how to make it work? That's gonna be my focus. Now, you could argue, well, you're doing that for the church and for the streaming of sermons. Yeah, but I'm gonna be, you know, I'm gonna be that's all about making sure the church operates the way it's supposed to. I'm going to forget the one who died for us. I'm going to forget the fact that he was hanging on the cross. I'm going to be, I'm going to be focusing on my own little issues, my own little concerns, my own little worry, my own little anxiety, because I'm going to want to make myself feel better. And I'm going to want to make sure that everything will work on Sunday. But, but yeah, I'm going to make sure that everything, you know, that the, the all the technology works perfectly on Sunday, forgetting obviously, well, the one who died. Like it, it's just so easy to do that. So I'm not here to pretend that I'm spiritual. I'm not here to pretend that I'm godly because I'm here to tell you I'm not, right? I'm self-centered, narcissistic, selfish, ungodly, unholy, filled with every kind of wrong thought and desire. That's what I am. That's what I, I, I say it all the time. I'm a sinner in front of a microphone or I'm a sinner with a microphone. That's all I am. But you know what? That makes this day, in one minute, it's about to be Good Friday. In about one minute, I'm going to wait for it. This reality of who I am, this reality of my sin, this reality of my failure, this re- it, it's now Good Friday. It's now Good Friday. It's this day where I know and I can remember that the eternal son of God, who was without sin, my sin 
was imputed to him. And he drank the cup of God's wrath for me. Christ died to satisfy the wrath of the Father for me. Because Christ has died, all of my sins are forgiven. All of my sins are washed away. And I need that truth. I need the truth of Christ dying for my sins. I needed it before salvation. I needed it after salvation. I need it every single day because I continue to sin. And I continue need, I continue to need to hear that message of Christ's crucifixion and him dying for sinners. That's what I need. So I thought I would just turn on the microphone and I opened up the liturgy of the hours. I opened, I opened up the liturgy of the hours. Again, the classic way the early church prayed. Um, it comes in four volumes, well, yeah, four volumes, very thick volumes, very kind of expensive books. It takes you like the half your life to figure out how to use them. Uh, but um, I wanted to look at I think the day changed here on me. I'm looking at electronic uh, version of it. Give me one second here. I want to look at Hebrews 13. I want to look at Hebrews 13. Uh, there's a part of me. I'm sitting here looking at the liturgy of the hours. I'm looking at evening prayer. That's for Good Friday. Um, yeah, everything updated on my electronic device. Um, this is all for Good Friday. I don't want to read anything from Good Friday. I wanted to go to the night before, because in liturgical calendars, the night before is uh, really kind of gets you ready for the next day. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to it. Here it is. Uh, here is. That's the office of the readings. Here's the, okay, there's Good Friday. All right. Yeah, they, um, I'm going to go back to yesterday and I'm going to go to evening prayer. Yeah, yesterday evening, when the clock changed, everything changed on me. Yeah, it keeps wanting to change on me. That's okay. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to let me go back. Unfortunately, I don't think it's going to let me go back, but that's okay. I wanted to read it exactly how it was in the Liturgy of the Hours. I'm sorry for taking away what I think has been a very good broadcast and mess it up with that. But yeah, as soon as the clock changed, it changed. But I have the Bible right here. I wanted to read all the things they had around it. Uh, but uh, my my physical copies of the Liturgy of the Hour are laying down there on, on a table right here in front of me, but I'd have to go over there and pick them up. But let me just read from Hebrews chapter 13. Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do that. Hebrews chapter 13. Verse 13, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 13. Here's Hebrews chapter 13, verse 13, all right? Uh, 
Actually, let's go back to Hebrews chapter 13. Let's go back to verse 11. All right. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 11. All right. For the bodies of those beasts whose blood is brought into the sanctuary by the high priest for sin are burned without the camp. Now, this is obviously a reference to the Old Testament sacrificial system and talking about how those those beasts, the bodies of those beasts and blood is brought into the sanctuary by the high, high, high priest for sin, that, but they're burned without the camp. Wherefore, Jesus, also that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffered without the gate. He suffered. He died. Just as those animals were killed and they were burned without the camp, Jesus suffered and died in a sense outside the camp, out on Mount Golgotha, outside of Jerusalem. He suffered and he died for us. And I, and, and I want us to just... I, Look, there's no magical words to do this, but I want you today just to remember Christ crucified for you. Just remember him dying for you, suffering outside the camp for you, feeling the God's wrath for you, shedding his blood for you so that we can be set apart for him so that we can be declared righteous because of his imputed righteousness so that our sins can be washed away. Now, I know there's a million things to do today. I know there's a million things to distract you. And trust me, trust me, I'm not sitting here sounding like I'm going to be spiritual because I'm not going to be spiritual. I'm going to get, I guarantee you, I, I, I can almost guarantee you things are not going to work out right when I get to the church to try to make everything work. And that's going to become the dominating thought throughout the day. And that's just, that's just the reality. I can't, I cannot, I, I, I can't lie. That's just the reality. But I can remember Christ was crucified. Christ died on our behalf. That's what I want you to understand. That's what I want you to remember. And I hope that you will. The um, If I go to the liturgy of the hours again, I can't get back to where I wanted to go, which is very, 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 very frustrating for me. Uh, but that's okay. Um, if I can get back here to, this is how it says, um, it says about today, this is in the liturgy of the hours, good Friday. And then it quotes this, behold, my servant shall prosper. He shall be exalted and lifted up and he shall be very high. He was oppressed and he was afflicted. Yet he opened not his mouth like a lamb that is led to the slaughter and like a sheep that before its shearers is dumb. So he opened not his mouth yet as it was the will of the Lord to bruise him. He has put him to grief. When he makes himself an offering for sin, he shall see his offspring. He shall prolong his days. The will of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Isaiah 52, verse 13. Isaiah 53, 7 and 10. Now, there's a lot here. We could read about it, but yeah, that it's about Christ's suffering. He's the suffering servant who died on our behalf. It's it's uh, it's something that I want us to just think about. I want us to consider, and I want us to not overlook. And 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 when people want to debate, oh, that's a Catholic thing. When people want to debate, it's it, you know, Jesus died. That's a biblical fact. That's a biblical 
event. Focus on that. Don't get caught up on all the other arguments. Just remember Christ died for us. And I'm just going to read Hebrews 13 one more time. For the bodies of the beast, whose blood is brought into the sanctuary by the high priest, for sin are burned without the camp. Wherefore, Jesus, also that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffered without the gate. And I, and what I think is beautiful by that is what we always have to remember is when people want to get into this entire argument about sanctification, sanctification, we've been talking about this. Remember, we were completely sanctified, set apart by the death of Jesus Christ and by his shed blood. We are sanctified. Whatever sanctification people want to talk about, whatever I achieve, don't achieve, how good I do, how bad I do, that's not the basis of proof of my salvation because I was sanctified, done, completed by the death of Jesus Christ because all of my sins are forgiven and by faith, his righteousness is imputed to me. So I'm completely set apart unto him and sealed by the Holy Spirit until the day of redemption. So today, remember Christ and him crucified for your sins. Thanks for listening to this kind of just an impromptu late night podcast episode that does not demonstrate I'm spiritual. It demonstrates completely the opposite. And guess what? That's why Jesus died. Because we're all self-centered, selfish sinners who have no hope apart from Jesus hanging on that cross and shedding his blood for us. Thanks for listening. Everyone have a great night. God bless.